Welcome to Backyard Broadway. I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. I totally just forgot our intro. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with me? Are we going to do it again? No, we're not going to do it again. <laughs> oh my god, what's wrong with me? I don't know. It's because we're without Kat again. She's at home doing homework and stressing hardcore. About life. She hasn't slept since Sunday. That's not healthy. No, it's not. And for those of you listening, it's because we are in the process of purchasing a house right now. And it's very, very stressful. She's the one who's on the phone with the realtor and the finance guy and everything. So clearly they recommend it for all. Right. Right. She's she's constantly... She's trying to give us the good news and hold the bad news to herself. I know. Because she's such a sweet, sweet lady. Yes, but I'm like, you can't do that. You no. have to tell us everything that's going that's on. That's how ulcers are far formed. Yes. I'm like, you have to tell us everything that's going on because... <sighs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So what are so we that's, doing? That's our COVID-19. <laughs> how, listeners, how's your quarantine going? Hopefully many, we're making it a little brighter. Yes. How many of you are working? How many of you are not working? I'm working. I'm working. I work at a liquor store. So guess what? We're essential and life sustaining. Well, I work for a physical therapy office. We fall in a gray area. So it's kind of hard to know yeah. what's happening on a day-to-day basis. Truth. So, I know I've mentioned it before on our Drowsy episode. What? But lots of Broadway. Oh. Lots of theater. Well, lots of. All of Broadway. <laughs> all of theater is is dark Shut right down. now. It's super dark right now. There are shows that are not coming. All that's coming. left is the ghost light. True. A lot of shows are not coming back after all of this. I wonder how they, many of our listeners got that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> comment if you got the ghost light comment. Um <laughs> The waitress run in London canceled mm-hmm. early because mm-hmm. of all of this. Yeah. Like, Sarah Bareilles and Gavin Creel. Gavin Creel? Yeah. We're in it on, <laughs> did in you London. See, speaking of Sarah Bareilles, did you see um, Playbill posted the thing where they're re-releasing the Jesus Christ Superstar? Yes. For people to view while they're in quarantine? Yes. On I'm like, Easter Sunday again. I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, we, we talked about it. It wasn't... It's just not my thing. We haven't thing. talked about it on here because we haven't done, like, our full... Well, we did it on our New Year's. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, but um, it's just not my thing. So, like, of all the ones for you to re-release, well, I that watch... one makes me sad. I want to watch it again because <laughs> Michaela Diamond, that was the young share in the share show, uh-huh. apparently is in it. Really? So I want to try Where? to find her. I don't know. But with her crazy, like, wild hair. Mm, she was probably one of the showgirls. It could be. Because I wasn't looking that close. Or she was just in the... No, because, I mean, I was not paying that close attention to the showgirls for a reason, because I just didn't fucking get it. Yeah. I was uh, like, why? Like, I get there are a harem, but why Why showgirls? Like, it just didn't fit with the aesthetic of the show. Yes, but back to what I was saying. So if you had tickets to shows that were canceled, <laughs> high school shows, community shows, consider donating that I'm money. I'm not over it! I know you're... Consider donating that money to the theater to help them out. To help, the school to help, help them me up. out. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Um, help us out. And then there are help lots, us help you. lots and lots of I feel like we should have charities. the Sarah, the Sarah McLaughlin song. Yes. Yes. Can you say yeah. her last name one more time? McLaughlin. There it is. Yes. McLaughlin. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and there are lots of charities. You asked to do this tonight. There are lots of charities you can donate to as well. Like the Actors Fund that is going to end up helping a lot of these actors and stage crew and ushers that don't have work right now. Yes. Absolutely. Um, you can Seriously. go to actorsfund.org. 
org to donate. Um, and then Seth Rudetsky of SiriusXM and his husband, James, are doing a great series right now, twice a day, on starsinthehouse.com. Yes. That is helping the Actress Fund. You can donate there as well. So my family, we're all theater lovers, and um, we all love Ben Platt. And my youngest sister texted all of us uh, this clip of him singing on The Late Late Show. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, you guys have to watch this. I love him so much. I, I, I cried during this performance. And I, told, I texted back, and I was like, I cry every time I listen to him sing. So it's fine. Um, and we kind of, you know, Emily, my other sister was like, oh, he has the voice of an angel. And I was like, agreed. And then my mom chimes in and was like, oh, I hear he's an asshole in person. I want to know where she heard that from like, because what? I've only heard the opposite. And we're like, what? And then my youngest sister chimes, it, chimes back with, I don't care. He could hit me with a car and I would still bear his children. And I was like, well, that was a little extreme. And she goes, my love for him is extreme. And I'm like, oh, that escalated quickly. So quickly. This is my family. Uh, this is. Uh, my family goes from one to. 10 billion. 10 billion in a matter of uh, 10 seconds. But it was, like, the most – and then my phone's blowing up at work because it's just the threat – because I have now left this conversation. And they're just all three going back back and forth about the politician and how great he sings in that. And Haley even, like, sent us – she's like, this is my favorite song by my favorite singer, which is Ben Platt. Yeah. And I I haven't listened to it. But, but, I mean, it was like I looked at my phone. I had, like, ten missed text messages from this conversation. You know what Ben Platt would be great in? What? The Wedding Singer. (gasps) Oh! Oh, come on. As what? As Robbie Hart. Think of him as Benji from Pitch Perfect. (laughs) No, he can't be Robbie from... Yes, he can. Not with that character. But I'm talking the comedic timing and everything. He's got... (laughs) He's got... The talent for it. He does. He could sing it very, very well. Yes. And that's what we're talking I'm about tonight. I'm just so, like, stuck on Dear Evan Hansen slash Benji. It's like, I can't picture that in Wedding Singer right now. You have to have an open mind. I'm trying, but my head kind of hurts. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about tonight is The Wedding Singer the Musical. Which, by the way, I do love this show. The musical comedy. I love. As, as it says. <laughs> it does say that. <laughs> I do love this show so much. Uh, I do. I love it. And it, it's so corny and cheesy and it's so 80s and I just love it. God, yes. I love it so much. Part of the reason we're talking about it, one, we told you we were going to do an episode of The Wedding Singer. We did. And two, because we are using the finale song from the musical as Mine and Cat's entrance to the reception of our wedding. You're welcome. Because that was my idea. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and it's going to be amazing. That was totally my idea. I was like, I have a song to play for you, Cat, here. And I'm sure there will be video and we will post it. And it will be fantastic. It's one of the few times you actually see me on video. Truth. <laughs> Truth. But you'll be all made up and looking good. So it'll Yes, be I will. I'm thinking about fun. paying Riley that 50 bucks just to do my hair and makeup. So, The Wedding Singer. Nope, it goes into this. I don't have booking music lyrics by. Had a pre-Broadway engagement February 8th through 19th, 2006 at the Fifth Avenue Theater in Seattle, Washington. The Fifth Avenue Theater is fantastic. It's where Miss Doubtfire just played. Mm-hmm. It's where the ASL Hunchback played. Which, side note, Mrs. Doubtfire, they kept that real close to the chest until the very last minute. What, showing his like the makeup? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. How did how did they keep that a secret? Well, I they, need they to even know. tease people with it. Because yes. they like would release videos. Yeah, they like, did this video like, of him getting dressed and everything. Well no, then they did the one of them how they made the prosthetic. Oh yeah, yeah. Did I say that right? Prosthetic? Yeah. Prosthetic? Prosthetic. Whatever. How they made it. 
And so you're like, oh, we're going to see him in it. Because they, like, do, like, the whole, like, yeah. mosh podge on his face. And then they cut to all the rest of the cast coming in and seeing him in the full makeup yeah. for the first time. And you still don't fucking see him. You just my, see their reaction. And they're all just is, like, oh. My is, favorite was the gay guy that came out first. Because <laughs> I thought he would go to pee his pants, man. Oh, my God. My favorite was the one where they show him getting dressed from, like, behind or whatever. And then he goes to turn around and he knocks the camera off. So you hear the voice. You just don't see the makeup. How did they keep it so close to the chest? I mean, right they before, really did. Right before preview started. They must have had, like, some kind of airtight contract. I am, like, if you leak anything, we will sue you. There has been no announcement. I'm hoping that it opens after... All of this COVID-19 I, stuff. I hope so, too. I'm hoping they don't push it to the fall because I'm very excited. I know you are. I'm very excited I for know. it. Yeah, yeah. The so back to the wedding singer. So back to the wedding singer. <laughs> it played Broadway at the Al Hirschfield Theater, currently home to nothing. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Can't keep it inside there for like seven years. Um, April 27th through December 31st of 2006, 284 performances. So it's not the best. Wah, wah, wah. But we do love the underdogs. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do. It did get nominated for some Tony Awards we'll talk about here in a minute. And it did have a performance on the Tony Awards. Yes. So that is always exciting for these underdog shows. Yes. Because it, it did not have great reviews. Which I can understand why. I can too. But at the same time, I love this show so much. Oh my God. Fuck all of you. I don't care. <laughs> so there's, oh, Kinky Boots was playing. I think we've established pretty well on this podcast that I have very set views on shows yes. that I love and I dislike. Um, and I don't want to change those. So it went on a first national tour September 4th, 2007 to August 31st of 2008. Mm-hmm. And then a second national tour right after that in September of 2009 to March of 2010. Not a very long run on that one. Uh, but I saw it when I came here. Um, I did too. A person I went to church with. Um, <laughs> they saw the show? I mean, I don't know. An acquaintance of mine played Holly. Really? The tour. Yeah. That's cool. Um, which was That's really awesome. exciting. Um, okay, I think you've told me that before. Yes. Why did that blink? I don't know. <laughs> Other notable productions. The original London tour. The new London tour, which was... Ooh, Madrid. Years ago. Madrid, Tokyo. I love Madrid. Australia, the Philippines. I always Which, wanted- the Philippines one is funny because of... <laughs> what they say at the end. In the end. Yeah. In the end. Um, I've always... Like, this is a lot of places, uh, minus the Philippines and... Um, I've Austria? Wanted- no, I kind of want to see Austria. I want to go on the Von Trapp tour. I do, The too. Sound of Music tour. Oh, yeah. No, but like I want to see Australia, but then I'm hesitant because of all the giant spiders, and then I and the fire is that too soon? Shh. <laughs> well, but Australia is Miss Fisher. Yes, it is. So it is. There's that, but then like Tokyo, I, I've always wanted to see Tokyo um, because they have a lot of really cool like underground like clubs and yeah. stuff that'd be yeah like right up my alley. And then I've already been to Madrid, and I love Madrid. I've never been out of the country, guys, so You're I want to go out. to some of these places I mean, well. Madrid's beautiful. Um, it's such a good... And Mexico! I don't... I don't Is that the last one? I, I mean, I want to go to Mexico, but I'm not, like, going to be, as Andrew says, butthurt <laughs> if I don't go to Mexico. I've been to Costa Rica. Yeah. I've not been out of the country. My favorite was, like, when we were in Costa... I have a lot of favorite memories from Costa Rica. Let's, let's limit it to one, because we're on a podcast. Okay, can about it... About musical theater, can not it, Costa Rica. Can it be two? Okay, go. So the first one was we were getting ready to, like, do this uh, hike, and our guide was like, okay, so we need to make sure we stuff all your pant legs into your socks, because snakes. Yeah. And one of the girls behind me literally went, wait, what? 
What? Like, we're in the jungle. There are going to be snakes, you dipshit. <laughs> and the second one, same, same thing. Uh, no, different thing. We were on a, a horseback riding thing. And we were taking a little trot, like, walk through the jungle. And we see a bunch of monkeys. Like, real monkeys, baby monkeys, all kinds of monkeys. I want to see monkeys. Wait until my story's oh, over. Oh, God. Like, all, like, right there. Like, you could touch them. They were right there. And I'm, we're just kind of, like, sitting on the horses, like, seeing them. And then I was like, what is that? And I look over, and one of the monkeys peed on the guy next to me. <laughs> I still want to see monkeys. I still like, want to see Like, straight up just pissed all over oh, him. Oh, my God. And then the guy fell off his horse. Same dude. He had a rough time that day. All right. So the original Broadway cast. I'm going to. Stephen Lynch. Stephen Lynch is Robbie Hart. Lynch. If you don't know who Stephen Lynch is. Look it up. Get on your Apple Music right now. Type in Stephen Lynch, that's Stephen with a P-H, not a B, and look up <laughs> his P, comedy albums with a P-H, not a B. <laughs> and I'm such a child tonight. Right? <laughs> look it up. Look him up because he is hilarious. He's got a song called Down at the Old Pub Instead. In, Listen to it. And the Burning Bush. Uh, I'm Down by the Old Pub Instead is my favorite. Have you heard Burning Bush? Yes, I've heard Burning Bush. It's we funny. listened to it, remember? Yeah, it was funny. Um, the role of Sammy funny. was Matthew Saldivar. George was Kevin Cahoon. Which, I mean, George on its own. <laughs> right. Julia Sullivan was played by the one and only Laura Benanti. And she was so good. Oh my gosh, she was. She, I watched a video. She went into it um, and they were kind of like, uh, she's like too soprano-y. Right. For this. Which so, she does have a very, yes. like, operatic. Yes. Operatic. Operatic. Thank you. Voice. Voice. And she was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go in there and show them how funny I can be. Da, da, da. And was offered on the spot at her second audition. Yeah. The part. And she cried and whatnot. It was fantastic. Um, her sister Holly was played by Amy Spenger, who's had a nice mm-hmm. career on the yes. stage. Glenn Gulia <laughs> was played by Richard H. Blake. Who played Warner Huntington III in yes. the Blee Blonde the musical? Yes, he did. Um, Rosie was played by Rita Gardner, and Linda was played by F- Felicia Finley. Blah, 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 blah. Felicia Finley. And then, of course, I love the wedding singer. There was an ensemble, but we never talked about the ensemble no. on here. But they were fabulous. We should. We should start including the ensemble in these things. You want to list every ensemble member? Well, sometimes they're not that many. There are not that many. Okay, but for this one, there's quite a few. Yes. So we're not going to list them right now. Notable replacements. Constantine Morales, Marulis from um, uh, American Idol, made his Broadway debut as a replacement for Sammy, but then Matthew Saldivar came back right before the close of the show and took over. Mm-hmm. He played the role from September through December. Okay. Morales did. Right. And then Andy Carl, who was the UPS guy in Legally Blonde yeah. Musical. <laughs> Was in the ensemble of the show and understudied the role of Glenn, but I'm not sure if he ever played the role. Okay. Because there's not really. He has to look for it. He does. He does. Especially if you watch the video I showed you. I know. It's so funny. (laughs) Go to Laura Bell Bundy's Instagram page. Yes, very sad. She's been diagnosed with COVID-19. But there's a video right before that where it's called Duet With Me. And she is singing her part of Legally Blonde songs. Blong? Lisa, <laughs> I can't talk tonight of Legally Blonde songs, and then you're supposed to sing the other parts, but then Orfe got into it yeah. as Paulette, yes. and then Orfe is married to Andy Carl, so then he got into it, and Orfe and Andy Carl were in their costumes from the show. Yeah, it was fabulous. It was fantastic. God, it was amazing. Check I love those her out. so much. 
All right, the reception of the show. Uh, why did I? Why did I do this? So receive. You like to be showy, even though they can't see it. Yeah. So mostly mixed reviews. Yes. Because it was yet another film to Broadway transfer. It was, but I and think they that, did it really well. And it was at that time when a lot of them were happening. Yeah. Shrek and Legally Blonde and Tarzan and Little Mermaid. <laughs> Sorry, and Tarzan. All these shows that were movies first were coming to Broadway. Would yes, and. Out of all of them, I mean, comparatively, I can see why there would be mixed reviews. Yes. But as far as movie to musical, they did this one, I think, very well. They made very smart choices with things that they couldn't translate from the movie onto the stage. They made very smart choices. I think had they have opened three to four years later, it it would have had a better run. Yes, I agree. Um, But the producers wanted to keep it, and the writers wanted to keep it set in the 80s, as the film was. and Which so, I think is a very smart choice. Variety's um, review called it, Retro overkill is a distinct risk here, but one mainstream odds are unlikely to mine. Mainstream audiences are unlikely to mine. I mean, I don't think it was overkill. That's like the point of the show. It's supposed to be 80s yes. in your face. Like it's yes. supposed to be yes. so 80s. Like I can't even, I don't even yeah. know how else to describe it. It's supposed to be that way. Like if you watch the movie... It's, yes. it's that way, too. So, then the Times claimed the cast proved earnest and good-natured, noting the wispy plot, the pastiche score, and Rob Ashford's choreography being a full emulation of 1980s music videos. Which is true. Which is so true. But again, it's supposed to be 80s yes. in your face. Like, it's a wispy plot. Like, I don't understand what that means. <sighs> I'm wondering if early on, because in the videos I watched... There were some differences mm-hmm. from what we saw come tour time. Right. I'm wondering if if there were some holes that they left that they tightened up. Maybe as the show that's went very along. possible. Because a lot of times reviewers will see this right before it opens, right? So that on opening night they can release their reviews, right? So they may have seen it like as it was still tightening up and it wasn't quite there yet, and then they released yeah. it. Um. But the score, I love this score. The score, and I we looked up the first time we did this we episode. Did? We looked up what that we word looked meant. Up pastiche. What does that mean? I don't know. Where's oh, my gonna, phone? We gotta relook up this word. We're gonna relook up pastiche. I don't know what that means. I don't think it's good. Hey Siri, what does pastiche mean? As a noun, it means an artistic work in a style that imitates that of another work, artist, or period. Do you want to hear the remaining one? No. So that makes sense. Okay, then it's... It's, it's an emulation of... of 80s. Yes. <laughs> of the 80s. Which is what they were going for. Yeah, it's exactly what they were going for. So I, And I they, think they did it very well. I, I think they, they kind of meant that as a yeah. type of review, but it was really a good review for them because yeah. that's what they were doing. Yeah. You see where people see like a fancy word like that and I'm like, oh God. Yeah. Pastiche. Why did I put so many pictures in this? Okay. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We gotta go back. Because that was... <laughs> the show was nominated for five... What the five, fuck was that? Five Tony Awards and eight Drama Desk Awards. However, none of those nominations were for Laura Benanti. <laughs> Which is really sad. <laughs> Which is very sad. Also, the show didn't win anything. Period. That's what that look was for. Oh. I put a picture of Dorothy London singing some song, um, and she's got this, like, surprise wide-eyed look on her like, face. Duff up. Like, what? What? Why didn't it win anything? That was really funny. That just yeah. popped out of nowhere. Like, what? Come on. Hey! Uh, the movie versus the musical. <laughs> we, we, That's one of my 
scenes. <laughs> come out of the dumpster. Well, come out I just love, the I love the leg. You know what I find very interesting? What? Just looking at the picture, because it's been a while since I've seen them. So her hair compared to the tour, the girl's hair from the tour was more of Drew Barrymore's from the movie. Yeah. Like that cut. Yeah. Not color. They kept the dark hair color. Yeah. But Laura Benanti's is a lot longer. It is. And I forgot that. And I think this is an early picture. I don't know if maybe later in the run they did that with her hair. Because I know in the video I watched from that had clips of the previews and everything, yeah. that was her hairstyle in that. So mm-hmm. they may have changed it closer to the end of the run. Maybe. So we have lots of differences. So many. We're not going to go through oh, all of them. You have so many words on the screen right now. <laughs> I know. Can we not? We're not going to go through all of them. We're going to go through some of them. Oh, Jesus. Um, you say that, but we're just going to get on it. And we're so gonna it, it largely follows the storyline of the film. Yes. But the but some plot and character details were altered. Yes. Um, the movie, Linda does not show up to the wedding. That's true. That she happens. Does that, in, that, 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 she doesn't show up for the, the wedding and the musical. That's right. And then she later visits Robbie on his doorstep and dumps him. For his last ambition. Which is she, different in the yes, musical. because she in, dumps him by a note. Yes. Which he can hear on the cast album. Which we'll is talk hilarious. About um, she does not show up to the wedding. No, it says here she does show up to the wedding and dumps him by a letter. She does. She brings the letter to him. Oh, and the then walks out. And then walks out. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Um, which is, yeah. So in the movie, Robbie gives singing lessons to an old lady, but in the stage show, it's changed to his own grandmother. Uh, grandmother. And... In the film, Rosie is just a friend whose 50th anniversary inspires Robbie to pursue Julia, and he writes a song called Grow Old With You. Growing old with um, you. In the movie, Robbie lives with his sister and her family. In the musical, none of these characters exist, and no, Robbie lives, lives with, with his, his grandmother. Grandma. Um, Robbie plays Somebody Kill Me in the movie as a sound test for a wedding band that Julia is considering. In the musical, the song is done alone in his bedroom. Which I think fits better. It does. Especially because he does it in his underwear on the bed and it's he does like those 80s like flashy dance moves yeah. on the bed on his knees. Yeah. And it's like, oh, just one slip and everybody gets a show. Because <laughs> when I saw it at Clarksville, there was almost a moment. Almost a moment. Um... In the film, Robbie's kicked out of the reception and left in the dumpster by the bride's estranged family after he insults them with his performance of Love Stinks. In the musical, it's the groom and an angry crowd of wedding guests who kick him out. Yeah. Uh, In the film, Sammy is a member of Robbie's band. Pause. He's reading. Pause. I'm reading. So it says, Robbie's friend Sammy in the film is a member of Robbie's band in the musical. I guess he's not part of the band in the movie. No, he is. His character's personality was also changed to give it more white trash elements in comparison to the movie version, which portrays him in more of a positive light. In the film, Sammy is the only limousine driver in town who grew up idolizing guys on television for gaining women and is lonely for female companionship. That's right. He's not in the band in the movie. Oh. It's been forever. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. In the musical, Julia's cousin Holly and Robbie's friend Sammy are broken up from a relationship, though they still love each other. In the musical... They, the they, two, I wrote movie, the two know each other, but there's no relationship between the two. Till later. Until later when they lightly flirt. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Lightly flirt? Lightly <clears throat> flirt my ass. Uh, when Robbie goes to the city to seek gainful employment in the musical, he interviews with Glengulia. Yes. Rather than an unrelated bank as in the film. 
In both versions, Julia, Glenn, and Robbie board airplanes to Vegas. However, in the movie, they are on the same plane, and Robbie proposes to Julia on the plane, while in the musical, they arrive in Las Vegas, and Robbie only intercepts Julia just as she and Glenn are about to be married. Yes. (laughs) In the movie, Billy Idol plays himself and helps Robbie subdue Glenn with the help of a female flight attendant and a burly biker who is a big fan of Idol. No musical, one insults Billy like that. In the musical, Billy Idol is one of the Vegas impersonators yes. that helps Robbie crash the wedding to yes. subdue Glenn. Who else is there? Mr. T. Yes, he is. What you talking about? Pity the fool. <laughs> I just there's more. Uh, we're not going to go through the rest oh. of these. I will post these on our Facebook there's page. There's so many differences. If you want to look at them, but like I said before, the differences between the movie and the musical. It was so they could adapt it to the stage, and I think they made very smart choices yes. so that it would translate well onto stage. Yes. Very smart choices. So because it's been a minute since either of us have seen the show, we're going to go through the cast album best we can and try please, to remember please remember everything. Test me. I started watching a high school version of it on YouTube, and then I quit because it was a high school version. <laughs> well, that was your first mistake. Yes. So the opening number, It's Your Wedding Day. I love this song. Robbie it's is such singing. a good opening number. Yes. Robbie is singing at a wedding. Yes. Shocker. Well, that's what he does. He's the yes. wedding singer. There's a big dance number involved. It's fantastic. And is this when he initially meets Julia? Is she working this morning? Yes. Yes. Because it's after that she does... Uh, her song. Because That's they're right. cleaning up. Yep. Yeah, her song. Someday. Someday when it's me. Abby will sing them all for you because she knows them all. It's been a minute since I've actually listened to this cast album, too. One single complication. She's going to sing the whole song. She's going to sing. So they're cleaning up and she is singing the song about her relationship with Glenn. Yes. Because she's dating Glenn Gulia. Glenn Gulia. You're going to miss a lot of details because it's been a long time since either of us has seen this show. Well, she's singing the song and she, in, in the song she's talking about how she sees these couples getting yes. married and how happy they are. And she hopes that one day that is going to be her and Glenn. That someday that'll be her. Someday Glenn. it'll be her and Glenn. Yes. I know from So then, then comes Robbie's wedding to Linda where she shows up to the wedding and hands him a note. And then leaves. And it's signed Linda. The eye is dotted with a broken heart. (laughs) (laughs) Basically telling him. Those are the lyrics, guys. That's the lyrics. Basically telling him, we done. Goodbye. Peace out. Um, She wants more than a wedding singer. She wants more than a wedding singer. I think in the song she talks about how she thought he was like going places and then he settled to be a wedding singer. And she's like, that's not what I wanted. I want like a rock star boyfriend. And so she's like, bye. And I can't remember the tour, but I know every other production I've seen of this. She has that very 80s mullet with the spike yes, hair on top. she does. And it's colored. Yes. And it, yeah. Yes. And she's wearing like that All half leather. gloves. What's that? And oh, the, there's um, a song. Tutu. Yeah, there's a song from the 80s. And I can't remember what it is now. But like the singer's outfit reminds me of Linda's outfit in this music video. It's kind of like a mix of Pat Benatar and um, Madonna. In the 80s. Is it like Poison poison Kiss or something like that? Something like that. Um, and then comes my favorite song, which is usually left out of amateur productions and the tour. Which I don't know why. Because it needs a revolving stage. Oh, yeah, it does. It needs a revolving stage. Pop. Well, it doesn't. I don't Yes, see. because he takes her to the restaurant. They sit in the middle and it rotates around him. And she says in the song, it's like the world revolves around him. 
I know. Because he's dead center. But so I feel like there's living. a way you could choreograph it and set change it. Oh, I told so that, Clarksville how to do it. Yeah, like there's a way you can do it without a revolving stage. But I love this song. Um, I think it's a funny song. And yes. it's really the first time you kind of, you, you meet Holly and get an idea of like, like in the song, she's like, and I'm her fairy godmother, only slutty. slutty. It's like, my favorite line. <laughs> I mean, and like there's a whole thing about it, like, you know, how... You know, they don't want to be alone with their 15 cats and, like, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And she doesn't how want to women... live off tab and lean cuisine. Conceal her faults with Maybelline. Maybelline. Yeah. She's minty, fresh, and zestfully clean. All those 80s, yes! all those 80s references. Yeah, I mean, I'm there's like, a lot in there. It's been a minute since I've but listened to it. But then it's like, so it's pop, pop the question. Like, he's totally going to pop the question to her tonight. Yes. And so they get to the restaurant, and she's like. And he nixes the champagne real quick. She's like, oh, my God, this is it. This is the end. She's she's like if one and more then, person pops a cork, it's yeah. Harry. It's, she's it was, gonna Harry carry him with a salad fork. Yeah, and um, which is another eighties reference. Yes, but yeah. like she's she's like just you know at at one point in the song she's like, I'm done. Stop torturing me. I know this is the end, right? And he's like, the end of what? She's like, you know, the, the end, end of, of you and me, me is boyfriend girlfriend. girlfriend. He's like, yeah, yeah and right. she's. It like visibly slumps. Like yes. fuck, because I want us to be husband and wife. He totally. Popped the question <laughs> totally, and so Pop. now they're engaged. Pop. Yes, now they're engaged, but yes. now we now we go to Robbie's bedroom because now we went from this really like high point in the show, yes. like oh Julie's gonna get married yes. and it's a happy moment, and then we see Robbie like in the dark of his like basement bedroom, his basement bedroom. in his underwear with like trash around because yes. he hasn't left and seen the sun and God only knows how and, long. And Grandma Rosie is trying to Grandma Rosie is the best underrated yes. character ever written. Is trying <laughs> to like lift his spirits and whatnot. She's like, just try writing a song. And so he takes his guitar and he starts drumming. And it's the same song from the movie. It if is. You've seen it's, the movie. It's the same song. It's the exact same song. Somebody kill me, please. And uh, it's Fun so fact about this song. Funny. When I was in high school and I had to go do like the uh, SATs with the ACT, I would play this song in my earbuds <laughs> on the way to take the test. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody kill me, please. And so then Grandma leaves him a note. She does, because she loves her Robbie. Because she loves her Robbie. <laughs> and yeah. at the end of it, she says, Linda is a skanky hoe. But when I saw it at Clarksville, <laughs> the actress messed up the words and called Linda a fucking hoe. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> and from the actress it was coming from, I was like, she would never say that. I know. I'm like, they, I know. Like, I remember you telling me this and I know which yes. actress you're talking about. She would never say that. And then didn't you go up to her at the end and she was like, that's not the words. She goes, yeah, that's not the words. I go, no. She goes, oh, that's the way I've been singing it. And it was only the second performance that yeah. I saw. But it, no, it's a skanky hoe. It's a skanky hoe, not a fucking hoe. And it's so funny because that's also the first point, like this note from grandma like she's like it's a very sweet almost like a lullaby kind yeah. of like tune and it's very soft and yes. uplifting for Robbie and then you get to this last line grandma never curses through the whole letter you don't hear one foul thing come out of her mouth and this last line of this this letter is yes. that Linda is a skanky, skanky hoe. hoe it it just makes me so happy inside <laughs> yes it was it's it's a great wonderful moment so then, casualty of love. So, Robbie has now tried to go back to quote-unquote work. Yes. He is trying to do a wedding, um, but it's emotionally too much for him because he was left at the altar, yes. and he's still very much heartbroken about it. So, like, the music you hear before this is very somber, very, like, yeah. 
and like somebody tells him to kick it up. And so he does. And so he does. And like the intro of it, you're like, oh, great. And then he's like, I thought I had the kind of love you find in fairy tales. It's a very angsty, angry yes. 80s song. Yes. And it goes on and on. And then even like members of the, the wedding, family yeah. and the friends of the wet at the what wedding. What did one say how they took their cat uh, to prom? One said they. I was stood up by my date, and by date I, I mean, mean my, my mom. mom. But someone said something and about then, yeah, they about take their cat. Got cat to the prom, and each night I open up my mouth and give those Twinkies a shove, yeah. which is funny because of yeah, I know that's that. gross. That's, that's really <laughs> gross. <laughs> Thanks, Jane. That's so gross. God. <laughs> but it's very angsty, very very angsty. And this is the point where Robbie gets thrown because he's out also of been the wedding. drinking the entire yes. wedding. He's very yes. drunk, very drunk. This is when he gets thrown out of the wedding. And Julia is working this wedding. Yes, so she. She sees this whole thing go down. Yes. And so he gets thrown into the dumpster, and there's a dumpster on stage. It's there fantastic. is. He's in the dumpster. And so she comes out, and she starts singing to him about how... It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Basically, get on the horse again. Yeah, you have to Come climb out, out of the dumpster. You use that, like, the trash of your life to yes. build yourself back yes. up and climb out and of this... climb out of this dumpster. Climb out of that hole that you're in. Uh, and at, like, one point in the song, he tries and he falls back in. Yes. And she's like... <laughs> So oh, you're, you're in the, the dumpster. dumpster, and but but she even says she's like it's it's okay, you know the coast is clear, the cops are leaving, yeah, the news crews have left, <laughs> like come on out, yes. And this is kind of like the first like real interaction Robbie yeah. and Julia have, yeah. Like they're, they're more I mean, of acquaintances. Their first interaction at the first wedding, they, it, it's on his end. It's a little flirty. And then this one... But he's on top of the world at that yes, moment. Yes, he's on top of the world at this. He's getting ready to get married. He's da-da-da. You know, he's, he's not He's a famous flirting. wedding singer. Yeah, he's not flirting to try to hook up with her. He's just... That's who he is. And then this... At this wedding, he's drunk and he, you know, throws a pass at it's her. It's kind of like you just see like, him go through drunk. the stages of grief, grief with <laughs> his relationship with Linda. Yes. You know, like there was a little bit of denial when he first yeah. got the letter... And then it was just, like, depression. Yes. And now he's angry and, and really drunk. One of the best parts. That's all stage, right? Just getting yeah. drunk. One of, one of the best parts of this song is how they lead up to the end of it. He gets out of the dumpster. He's sitting on the edge of the dumpster. Oh, my God. This is so good. And the line before she sings, will you sing at my wedding? And there's this pause. Like, the it music makes builds you, and builds and builds. Yeah. The rhyme is for the answer to be yes. Yes. But he sings, no. <laughs> Probably off key, but no. And I mean, it's literally like you—you you know he's gonna—he's not gonna yeah. do it. But it's so funny because she's like, you know, had her has her head tilted a little bit. And yeah. She's like, you know, kind of swinging back and forth, like, "Will you sing at my wedding?" And and there's a pause, and the music builds and builds and builds, builds and it's just a really soft no. And all she does is she just drops her head and like shakes it. Yeah. She's like, she's not surprised. Yeah. He's not there yet. <laughs> yeah. The so now, <laughs> now the wedding singer is playing bar mitzvahs. Bar and bat mitzvahs. Because he bar won't sing. Mitzvahs. He won't sing at weddings anymore. Yeah. Um, and so career change. Yes, career change, which leads us into the ninth track on the album. Today you are a man. Which, if this doesn't play at any other <laughs> bar mitzvahs out there, it should. I mean, I want to have a bar mitzvah just for it to play. Right? I Ian can have like a bar mitzvah. We're not Jewish, but we'll totally throw him Heck one yeah. and play this song. Yes. There you go. At least it's not your brisk. Your brisk. Oh, my God. That was... Isn't that at the end of the cast out? 
No, that's on this song. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's in oh, the that's song. Oh, that's right. That's the lyrics. Shit. Because they're they're talking up about how today you are a man and it's the bar mitzvah and da da da, and at least it's not your brisk. Your brisk. Your brisk. For those listeners who are unsure what a brisk is, you can look it up or I can tell you right now, which Please. I'm going to tell you right Why? now. Why? It's uncomfortable. <laughs> Why and it's going it to make you cringe because it's going to make you hurt. Eh, I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Apparently you have no feeling there. The brisk is the celebration of the circumcision of a Jewish baby boy. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for specifying that at the end. Because <laughs> if you've seen Book of Mormon, you know that... Oh! Uh, <laughs> and then... While we're still at this bar mitzvah. Well, because, like, Robbie's left. Robbie's left. He's, he's he's gotten upset and he's left. He's left. But, and then so it goes into George's prayer. And the whole prayer is an actual Jewish, like, um. It's, yeah, it's. It's, a, it's an actual Jewish prayer. Uh, yes. That's what I was trying to think. Yes. It's Jewish an actual it. Jewish prayer that they do at bar, bar mitzvahs, I believe. I thought Robbie was still in it. Because at there? the end he sings Amen. Oh, he is still there. Yeah, he's still he there. Anyway. So they've taken um, this man. they've taken this um Jewish prayer and put it to music and this is like George moment like I remember like in the show George like gets up front and he like fixes his hair and he like gets all ready For those of and you he, unaware like, George is a play on boy George Yes totally 80s boy George Yes and it's fabulously it's, done Yes um but like he's very like He's like, this is my moment. This yes. is my moment where I get discovered with, and I will be famous. With trumpet in hand. Yes. That he can't play. No. <laughs> Most of the time he's playing the tambourines. Yes. George gets down on tambourines. Um, but, I mean, they, the, the way they put the words to music, they did very, very well. Yes. Um, but I love this this being George's moment. It's George's moment. I mean, I mean, there's like the spotlight on him, and he's like getting all into it with a yes. microphone, and yes. then he plays the trumpet, clearly not playing with the music, yeah, because he can't play the trumpet. This is not bandstand. No. Um. um so following this, Julia is this trying. Is our song. Yes, Julia's <laughs> trying to befriend Robbie and try to help him get out of this slump. Yeah. This is yeah. They've become friends at this point. Yes. Like. But there's there's that underlying tone, and you see it from Robbie. Yes. Hardcore, you see it from Robbie. In the beginning, Julia, you see it for a moment during the song. At the end. At the end. Uh Um, This is not that kind of thing where Julia has taken him shopping. Yes, for her wedding stuff. For her wedding stuff. Yeah. And it's just a funny, funny number. It is a funny number. (laughs) With the store clerk and the other couple that's shopping. Yeah. Hold my purse. No. Baby, please. No. Said, hold it. <laughs> and but we all, but we also like the song because we yeah. sang like the first half of this song because it's basically our song. Yes. Until the end, then it's not our song anymore. Until the end, and it gets weird. And it's then awful. it's not our song anymore. But because when we first became friends, a lot of people thought there was that underlying yes. underlying thing with us, yeah. and we're like, nope, it's not that kind of thing. It's not <laughs> that kind of thing. And so it's kind of became our anthem song. Yeah. And so like the song goes on, and it gets to this like romantic moment. Where Robbie is, yes. Where her eyes meet mine and linger there, maybe a bit too long. And, you know, it's, it's, he's out of the moment, like. It's in his head. Dim light spot. This is clearly in his head. This is not, like, directed at anybody. She's, she's trying on a dress and she, at the end of this, she comes out in the dress and is like, this is it. This is the dress. This is the dress I'm going to get married in. And he's Do I like, look all right in it? 
Yeah, he's like, you look great. No, uh, no, he says she looks beautiful. She looks beautiful. Because his, he's literally, it's a moment where his breath has been taken away. Yes. Because that's kind of the moment he realizes, like, oh, shit, I got feelings for her, and she's yeah. getting married. And she's getting married to the biggest a-hole in the world. Well, you know. So then Holly, Julia's sister in the show. Saturday night. Decides Saturday that night. everybody just needs to go out Saturday and loosen night up. Saturday night in the city. Everybody needs to loosen <laughs> up and go out. And yes, so, everyone needs to go party at the club and get drunk. Yes, so everybody <clears throat> is sent home to get ready to go out. Yes. And so at the beginning of the song, you see everybody getting ready. Yes. And then they all come together to sing. Saturday night in the city. Party Saturday night in the city. Saturday night. And this is where you get a really good sense of Holly's singing chops. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, the skill this woman has to sing this song was so on point. Yes. Sarah Peake in the tour, on point. So on point. Um, And then she does, at the end of it, because it's the act one finale. Yeah. She does the whole flash dance. Yes. And the water pours over So, for people that don't know, like, comparatively. So, in... Saturday Night in the City, this is also the point, like, in the movie where they're at the club. Yeah. And Julia's gotten really drunk because she's kind of realizing that she's having some conflicting feelings and yeah. some doubts about her wedding and things like that. So she gets shwasted. Shwasted. Shwasty, shwasted. Shwasty. So this is the scene in the movie where she's, like, talking about how hard Glenn's hair is because of all the product <laughs> in it. And, like, Robbie's trying to, like, take care of her but not step on anybody's toes. Yeah. And this is also the point, because it is the end of Act 1 and you know, with the movie where Holly tries to make out with Robbie and she's like, yeah. oh my God, you have feelings with Julia, don't you? And he's like, what? what? Like, no. well, we just went straight to drowsy <laughs> chaperone. Sure um, and, you know, Glenn makes a comment about, like, to Robbie about, you know, money and how yeah. he doesn't care really about what Julia thinks and things like that. And Robbie's like, wow, you're a dick. Yep. But he doesn't want to ruin Julia being happy if this is the guy that she wants to marry. So he's very like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And Julia's just like going to go throw up in the car um, Yeah. at this point. Which Glenn's going to be very upset So about. I'm just trying to like, for people that haven't seen the stage show but know the movie, like that's the point in the movie yeah. where they're at that club and she's super drunk. And-, and there are actually some good performances of this on YouTube that you can find. Um, I think there might be one from the tour. Of this number, I haven't looked, and it's a f- it's a fun upbeat number. It it's really a good is. act one close. It really especially is. the end of the number where that that conflict happens that yeah. leads you into act two. Yeah, and you know it's one of those things where you're like, but now I need to know what happens. Well, and what I liked about it too was they opened the show with such an energetic song. I like that they ended act one with just. With a song that has just as much energy, maybe yeah. even more. So that way you don't feel like it kind of went downhill. Like it ended on the same kind of yeah. note. And so Act 2 opens and... It's all about it's, Robbie has decided he he can't make a living and support a woman on singing. Yes. On being a, a bar mitzvah singer or weddings, whatever the case may be. Which he could have at the beginning of the show. But now he cannot. He It's not bringing well, because- the dough. Well, because, I mean, as a wedding singer, he was getting hired left and right to sing these weddings because yes. he was, like, the go-to guy. But he can't sing weddings anymore yeah. because Linda fucked him up. And so he saw, at the end of Act 2, Act 1, what Julia was looking for in Glenn. She was like, he want, she wants somebody who is serious, who is making money, who is, you know... That's what he thinks. Suit and tie, like... That's what he thinks. Hard hair. That's what he thinks. Your and hair so, is so hard. hard. So he goes to Glenn for a job to interview for the job 
And Glenn is like, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. It's all about the green. It's all about the green. Wanna Which can I just can I just tell you? It's all about the there, green. I love this cast album. Yes. This is one of the songs that is my least favorite from the cast album. I I'm, I mean, I don't hate it, but I can go without it. Yeah. But it has some great 80s references in it. Okay, can we also talk about, like, he's supposed to be, like, this big shot, like, stock. He's a stockbroker. He's a stockbroker. And he makes, like, the worst stock choices yes, in this song. Because, because we know what happens in yes, the future. Because one of the guys comes to him and is like, there's a coffee company out of Seattle that sells coffee for three bucks a cup. And he's like, that's never going to go anywhere. Don't bid on that. Starbucks. <laughs> and then... The guy comes back later and is like, Coke's coming out with a new product. It's all new Coke. They're branding it as new Coke. It's a new recipe, da, da, da. Yes, that's going to make so much money. Let's do it. <laughs> new Coke, guys. That's how Glenn lost all of his money. That's how Glenn lost all of his money. New Coke. If you were alive in the 80s, or even now, because they just re-released new Coke. Yeah. It's god awful. <laughs> they tweaked the recipe for this re-release, so it's a little bit better. I can't believe you tried it. Like, what? I, you know I try all the new shit that comes out. I know, but it's gross. Like the Pepsi fire with the cinnamon. Ugh. Why? Why? <laughs> like, I don't know why you do that. Like, you know it's going to be a bad idea, and you still fucking do it. And I, don't I spend $1.50 and try it, and then I'm like, Ugh, I'd again. rather save the $1.50 and spend it on something that I would actually enjoy. That's what I should do when we move, is instead of trying all this new stuff, take the $1.50 I was going to spend and put it in a cup and see how much I save over a year. You should. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I do it with restaurants, too, when, like, McDonald's or Taco Bell is like, ooh, try this. And well, I try it, and it turns out to be awful. Yeah, no. So then we have Someday Reprise. And this is kind of a moment for Julius. Like, in the movie, there's a, a moment where she's, like, trying on her wedding dress with her mom. And... In the first Sunday, we were, we are told Julia's parents are divorced, so she's there. Like in the movie, she's there with her mom trying on the wedding dress, and she's kind of conflicted, and she's like repeating her name, her new name, which is going to be Julia Gulia, and she starts crying at the fact that that's going to be that her that's name. That's going to be her name. So this is kind of that moment in the musical compared to the movie. So she's kind of having this. Is it at this point that she tries Julia Hart? Or no. Is it later? Okay. That's later because that's during um, a duet song between the two of them that's where right. he's, yeah. So this is just kind of, this is one of the moments where she's starting to kind of realize that she has some serious doubts about yeah. this wedding and she doesn't know if, you know, if Glenn is the right person for her because she's met Robbie and they have so much in common and they get along so well and da 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 So she, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, you, that's where you start seeing that change. Yeah. And it's a little more slowed down, and it, you know, so. So now we get to see some more of the, um. Holly and. Lightly flirting between Holly and I'm Sammy. I'm sorry. Well, this is not light flirting, and we'll this get is, to that point. There's an the entire song. song. It's not light flirting. This song is called Right in Front of Your Eyes. I love this song. It's a great song. We put it into our Christmas, Christmas play musical, with songs. Yeah. Um, so this is sang by Holly. She's at the venue where they work. Yes. And she starts talking about. Because Sammy does flirt with her, but she's always like, you're a douche. I don't want to yeah, talk to you. I don't want to deal with um, that. And she starts singing this song about all these hot guys that come in through the venue and how, you know, she could go with any of them. But you're still thinking about the jackass with the bass. Yeah. Which is Sammy. And she's like, I don't understand why, like, he's there and da da And then it kind of goes into, like, a dream sequence with the dance. Yes. <laughs> And it's like her fantasy, and she's dancing with all these really attractive guys. And then Sammy with his flock of seagulls hair comes out. Did you forget he had the flock <laughs> yes, of seagulls? Yes, I forgot the flock of seagulls hair. <laughs> he comes out with that and starts 
dancing with her. And you can tell in the music when he comes out because yes. it went from very musical, like, da-da-da, like, kind of yes. music to this very, like, slow jazz, like, saxophone music. That's when Sammy comes out. Yeah. And they start dancing. And then it builds. And there's almost a clash in the music. And that's where they start making out, light yep. flirting my ass. Light flirting my ass. They start making out, and she's like, oh, fuck, I love this guy. <laughs> and so the end of that song, she's like, you know, you're caught by surprise, and she realizes, well, shit, I like this guy, so I guess we'll see how it goes <laughs> kind of thing. So you have to remind me about this one, because I sing so don't remember and this I sing. song. Where are they when they're singing this? I don't remember where they are, but I do remember, so... Robbie's like, I don't know. I, the, somehow the conversation gets on, and, and Sammy is talking about because mind you, in the previous song, yes, Sammy was there, but it was all in Holly's head. He yes. wasn't really there. It was a fantasy. So in reality, Sammy is with his buds, with Robbie and George, and they're kind of sitting there. Are they in his basement? No, I feel like they're at a bar because other guys come in and sing too. Okay, um, they're out getting a drink or something. And this song, Sammy sings the song. This is really Sammy's only like. Besides what the wedding day reprise at the end, um, this is only this is like his song. Like George yeah. had his prayer. Sammy has single. Sammy has single. Um, and it's all about how great it is to be single and being able to like pick up any girl with your flock of seagulls hair. <laughs> it's an actual lyric in the song. And other guys come in and sing too, like how it's great not to be tied down. But it has this undertone of it, if I remember correctly, of how sucky it is to be yes. single too. Yes. So it, it has a flip in it that's kind of funny to listen to. And Robbie's just listening to him like, I don't want any of this. Like, they're yeah. trying to tell him, like, it's great to be single. Like, don't think about Linda and blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever. Fuck them, basically. And then it kind of, like, with um, Casualties of Love, you kind of see how really pathetic these guys are yeah. as single men. And you kind of yes. realize, so this is why they're single. This is why they're single. Not by choice. So next up is If I Told You. So, Again, so long since I've seen so this. So If I Told You. So Robbie is leaving the bar from the guys. And he's... Because he's, I guess, a stalker, goes past Julia's house. And he sees her up in her bedroom window. That's right. And so she's in front of the window, again, uh, in front of her mirror. And this is where she does Julia Hart. And she starts getting really happy. Because she's, you know, the Julia Gooley thing. It makes yeah. her really sad. And so then she says Julia Hart. And she starts getting really happy. And you'll remember that this happens in the movie, too. He goes past her house. And he sees how happy she is. And he automatically thinks. It's about Glenn. She, it's about Glenn, not yeah. him. And he wants her to be happy. So this, in this moment, he's kind of seeing her up in her window, and he starts singing If I Told You. And it's a song about, you know, what would happen if I told you how I feel. And it is actually a duet, yeah. but they don't know they're doing the duet but together. It, yeah, it's, it's that, like, two they're about, duet that they're not They don't know they're doing it yeah. yeah. So he kind of starts it, and there's some really pretty harmonies that happen oh, in this God, song. Yes, there are. Um, but they if both I have the same you. thought. They're like, if, if I told you, would you walk away? Would you, you know, would you tell me I need to go? Yeah. You know, things like that. And so it, it's kind of that point in the show where it's like, okay, so we've hit the point where they know they like each other. They know they're in love with each other. They just don't know how the other person feels yeah. yet. What's going to happen next? Yep, yep. You're so lucky I'm doing this with you right now. <laughs> I know. Let me come home. Let me come you, home. Baby, let me come home. <laughs> like I don't know why Act Two is not in my head. Like why I can't. So I at this point in the show, like I'll, be, I'll just do it. It's fine. I got it. It's totally fine. You just sit back. You remember go. everything. I've seen so many Drink shows. Cherry vanilla Coke. It's fine. Um, Coke Zero. New Coke. Ew. 
Uh, so let me come home to you, baby. So in the movie, again, there's a point where Linda does try to come back. Yes. She comes back. Yep. She sleeps in the bed. Julia comes. And this happens in the musical, too, I believe. Yes, yes she, it does. Julia comes to say, to tell, you know, to tell Robbie how she feels. Yes. And she finds Linda in his bed. Fuck. So she was like, oh, shit, and leaves. Um, so this happens right before that. So Linda has come home to the basement. Yes. And sings a song to Robbie about how... You know, she wants to come home to him. Life without him wasn't what she thought because basically she was living in a trailer on the uh, side of the highway. Yes. Which is not what she wants. Um, so she's trying to basically rebound back to Robbie where she knows she it's a comfortable. Like, she doesn't want to try and yeah actually be out there. Yep, yep. Um, she wants to string Robbie along until she can find someone better. Yes. Um, because she can't get anything better right no. now. Because and this, of the hair. Well, and the STDs, but that's fine. <laughs> um, so, let me come home to let me come home to you, baby. Let me come home. You can't. You have to finish it. Ah, uh, you have to. Um, it is a very eighties rock song. Oh my god! Like, isn't there a point where there's like strobing lights and she's yes. like, yes, headbanging head and yes, and there's like smoke and shit yes. and lights. It's a very concert moment. Yes, eighties uh, concert moment. Um. And so, and I think Robbie was like, no, you need to leave. He doesn't want her there. Yeah. Um, but somehow she ends up staying and sleeping in his bed. I don't know if she snuck back in or if she f- just, I think he. Doesn't he pass out? No. I Maybe. Something happens I where she. I feel like she, she's, he's kind of like half drunk. Yeah. And so she's kind of like seeing the song and he's like, no, you go, you go. And she just kind of crawls into bed and starts yeah. making out with him. Because he can't really say no, and he's yeah. kind of conflicted because of Julia, and she takes advantage of the moment. He doesn't want tea. He doesn't want tea. He doesn't want tea? No, he doesn't want tea. <laughs> if he's passed out, don't try to force feed him tea. <laughs> no one else gets that. No, somebody will. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants tea shoved down their throat, guys. So she starts making out with him, and that's when Julia walks in. I, well, I think he passes. Him. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And then, so now we're at the 50th anniversary thing. Yes. Um, with Grandma. For Rosie. And that's his grandma. Yes. And so Robbie's there, and um, the grandma goes to make a speech. <laughs> Sorry, there's no hoe in this one. But <laughs> she she writes a poem for her husband, which yes. we, we never meet him. We never, ever meet him. We never see him. We You don't know if it's the old guy standing over stage left or stage right. Like, like, at one point, like, when I first saw this, I was like, is he already dead? Like, see? See? Like, you never know. You never know. Because he never, like, he's never mentioned other than here. Yeah. And at the end. Yeah. So, she writes this beautiful little love poem about their, her love for him. Um, and it's, it's a poem that a 10-year-old probably wrote. <laughs> But it's very sweet and it's endearing and it's kind of the moment where Robbie realizes like, fuck it, I need to tell her how I yes. feel. So he sings If I Told You Reprise and again, it's a duet between the two of them without them knowing. She is at the airport because she tells Glenn, she was like, because she has just seen Linda in bed with Robbie, she's like, I don't want to wait, let's get married let's right get now. Married now, let's, go, let's to Vegas, go to Vegas. Which again happens in the movie. Yes. So she's at the airport singing her little duet part. And Robbie is at the venue seeing his little part, and he yeah. decides, I have to go, and goes. Gotta go. Gotta go. Move that thing. So he rushes out. He takes off. He's gone. And then Grandma Rosie gets her moment. Well, the, George, too. And George. 
George is like, um, so Robbie left, and we have nothing to do. Like, yeah. We have nothing to say. This is really awkward. <laughs> because because the wedding band was playing, because it was Rosie. It was for And Rosie. I think, Sam, didn't Sammy, like, leave with Robbie to drive him to the airport? Yes. So it's literally just George. She, he's like, the band yeah. left. What do we do? This is really awkward. Everyone's just staring at us. <laughs> and Grandma's like, I got this, and starts rapping. Starts rapping. Move that thing. Move that thing. And Which, then you got George in the background, like, if, never give up, y'all. If you remember in the movie, the little lady that played Rosie, this is when she does the famous a hip hop, a hip into the hip into the hip hop, whatever. Yeah. That was really good. Can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I so, did stop. Yeah. So, but so this is Grandma's rap moment, and it's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my yeah. life. What's the one part where it's like, there may be snow above, but it won't stop the fire down below yes. or something like that? <laughs> And it's like, again. Again, the actress at Clarksville made a motion, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so uncomfortable. So Because I knew her personally. Yeah. And but she's the not fact that, that you see this, like, because Grandma is a short, tiny, little, frail old woman. Yes. Rapping. Yeah. Just, it's funny in itself. You know what it reminds, you know who I think would play Grandma Rosie so well? We can drink cast. Oh, we're going to drink cast over this? Okay, because I have the perfect person for Grandma yeah. Rosie. Yeah, okay. we're going to go back and to the cast so, list and it's so off, like, off the oh wall. my god! So, Maybe, well, but you'll get it. So they get on their planes. They go to Vegas. Yes. And then in the airport, they run into each other. Is that yeah? I I think it's in the airport. Yeah. Even though they're all the all the impersonators and everybody. Yeah. yeah they're they're still in the airport because I did watch a clip of this from the Broadway show. And yeah, it's, I think it's they're got, still in the airport. Yeah. Um, my batteries are almost done. And this is where Robbie's like, "Fuck Glenn." He's a dick. He's a dick. You need to be with me. You need to be with me. And he's written this song for Julia. And he gets Billy Elliot impersonator to help Billy him. Billy Idol. Sorry, that one. <laughs> yes, he gets little ballerina boys yes, to come out. <laughs> Billy Idol impersonator. <laughs> now you're just picturing that, are you? Oh, yes, I am. And it's amazing. It'd, make, it'd be so great. I want to make you smile. <laughs> pirouette. I said pirouette. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Everyone's so confused right now. We haven't even told them what the song is. Grow old with you. Now, is and this is this is from the movie. This is from the movie. They as took well. this from the movie. You remember yeah. he comes out with his little guitar and he sings he, you know I sings. wanna make you smile whenever you're sad. I'm Keep so going, sad. I was gonna harmonize with you, no. but you stopped. No, because no, I don't know the words <laughs> I wanna make you smile whenever you Even though this is one of the surprises for God at the wedding. <laughs> Anyways, so he he sings to her, and, like, Glenn is still there, and he's like, this douche. Like, this, like, doing the the pure douchey thing that somebody like him would do during a moment like this. Yeah. And then Mr. T takes care of him. Yes, he does. Mr. T takes care of that. what I like what they did with this one that they didn't do in the movie... I don't know why I'm doing this with my fingers. (laughs) I don't know. They can't see it. I don't know what this is. They can't see it. Um... They make it a duet again for Robbie and for Julia. Yes. So he starts it like just like in the in the movie, he sings the first verse and uh, chorus, chorus by himself, and then after Glenn is disposed of, yes, uh, Julia comes in and they finish the song together, and it's a very beautiful moment because it's them kind of both saying at the same time that we want to grow old together. Yeah. He's proposed to her, and then just like last time at the very end. She asks him, will you, you sing, sing at my, my wedding? wedding? And there's that pause again. And, and no. again, the, the rhyme before, 
is for the word yes afterwards. And he does. He He does. He yells. Yes. He yells that yes. In a very high-pitched note. Yes. Very much so. Yes. But he hits it, and it sounds amazing. It does. How he did that eight times a week, I'll never understand. He but he's, himself. He's t- <laughs> <laughs> he, he has a good tenor voice anyway, so yes. I think it wasn't an issue for him. Yeah, but. very much so. So, so then. At the end of the number. the finale. Yes. Everybody's like, oh, now they're going to get married, da, da, da. And the, like, airport disappears and it becomes a wedding venue. The wedding venue. And, like, everybody's like. The only like, one in this entire city. Everybody's leaving the stage. But Mr. T and Billy Idol come back. Yes. And the Filipino woman that was sitting in the airport as well. <laughs> they all apparently come to this wedding. Which that is, is not back home. Philip. Whatever the languages the Philippines speak. Yeah. I can't remember right now. It's Spanish. It is. Um, but that's fine. We'll get to that in a minute. So they are back at a venue back home because Holly is there and Sammy and George, George and, and grandma. grandma. And everybody's there. And fuck Linda. She's gone. And fuck Linda's gone. Glenn Gulia's gone. Um, and so they come out and they're, they're all like, he wrote a song six years ago it's, it's, while playing. Yeah. It's a reprise of the first song. Yes. Kind of. But they've changed the words to match what's going on. Right. And so Sammy is now kind of taken over the lead singer part for it just yeah. because it's Robbie's wedding. Um, and it's funny because they have all these like ensemble members coming in to sing different parts of it. Yeah. Um, about their what their story. Yeah. They're kind of recapping Julia and Robbie's story. And there's a part where there's a Filipino woman that comes in and sings a little bit in Spanish, but she's Filipino. Um, that makes no sense. And if you know Spanish, you know what she said makes no sense. Absolutely none. Um, from what I can gather, I'm not fluent in Spanish, but the bits and pieces that I can pick out, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and... Sammy just goes, for those of you who speak Filipino, you know things ended up the way they should. And you're like, what? Yeah. What? But and then Mr. T comes in and has a, a line. Oh, Granny, then, show me what you're Well, no, angle. then Granny comes up and is like, care to dance? And he's like, yes, I would. Oh, Granny, granny show, show me what, what you're made, made of. And then they have a little dance break. And then. And then the music builds. The builds, builds. And then the M, then. MC. Um. No, it's Sammy. Yeah, it's Sammy. It's Sammy. He's, he's, you know, and ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Robbie Hart. And they come in and do do a little reprise of If I Told You. What I'm feeling now inside. With a dance break that I'm choreographing. There's not a single thing that we could hide. And you're done. Sorry. And (laughs) then the song ends and the show ends and it's wonderful. However. However. On the cast album. I don't think you have it on there. I sure don't. So, on the cast album that I bought through iTunes and downloaded on my phone. Do I have it as well? Yes. There's a bonus track that was not originally in the show called Prime. It's like Prime Rib or Fish. Yeah. Or something like that. And it's literally like Julia walks up to Rob and he's like, hey, what you doing? And he's like, I'm just trying to write this. Prime Rib or Fish. Yeah. He's like, uh, you know, it's very much like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to write this song. And it's just like this little blip of a song about yeah. the prime rib or the fish. Um, which So you kind of understand why they didn't keep it in the show. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to know what was happening. <laughs> where this fits in. Like where, where, it, this, fits, like yeah. where it fits in. Yeah. And if it's like almost like they wrote it for like after they get married. And it's like they're like at home. And she's like, you know, they're newly married. And she's like, what, what you doing? You know, I'm trying to write this song. And then that's like how it ends. 
She looks like she's from Waitress in that picture. I know, right? There's Sammy. I think that's all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I don't have the full cast on those pictures, so we're going to go back to the cast album. Or to the... List? Broadway cast. And we're going to dreamcast a movie version of this. There's been no talk of a movie. Which it should be. It should be. It'd they, be so they good. They should... It'd be so good. It'd be so good. So good. So good. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I just want to see the show done again somewhere. Okay. I want... So, I mean, first up is Robbie. So... Robbie. Yeah. Oh, God. I have... So many people in mind. I told you, I only really have the one that popped in mind. So it's like <laughs> who? Not for Robbie, for Grandma. Oh, for Grandma. Um, there's a lot of good comedic singing actors that could pull this off. Okay. Um, I mean, you said Ben Platt earlier. Ben Platt earlier. I mean, Jeremy Darren, Jordan. Jeremy Jordan, Jordan can do anything. Darren Chris. <gasps> Darren Chris would be fabulous. Uh, he Chris. could also be a fabulous George. He could, but I have somebody else in mind for George. Of course, you do. Um. Goes along with Aaron Chris. Oh. But um I don't know. I don't I think I don't those know. are good top threes. Yeah. So Sammy with his flock of seagull hair. Mm-hmm. I there's a I I mean, the first person that comes to mind for that one. What's the dude's name that from the movie that he like from the wedding singer movie he was in it and he was like real skinny, kinda creepy face, and he was also a wedding singer, he sang at Julia and Robbie's wedding at the end. I don't know. Uh, I want him to come back. Because <laughs> he can sing. Yeah. I mean, Sam is one of those parts that a lot of different people could do it. Yes. A lot of people. Um, I see him more like a little overweight. Yeah. So like not like super fit. Uh, like. Like, like, um. Oh, shit. Zach Galifianakis came to mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or good. Jack um, Black. Jack Black would be good. Um, why can't I think of his name right now? What's he in? Guardians of the Galaxy. But Parks and Recreation first. Oh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, but like circa Parks and Recreation. Oh, and he was still chubby. Yes. Before he got hot. Yes. Yeah. Um, my George is Kurt from Glee. Okay. Chris yeah. Colfer. Yeah, Chris that would Colfer. be good. But I think Darren Chris would also be a very good option. He would be a good option. But I just think because of Chris Colfer's voice. Or the guy from um, the, oh my God, why can't I think of anything right now? Um, the Fudge. Hold on a second. Give me a second. The acapella group that we really like. Which acapella P, group? Starts with a P. Pentatonix? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I not, don't know his not, name. But you I know, know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he would make a fabulous I George. Yeah, and um, he could sing it. Julia. Oh me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk Hollywood. Okay. Uh, there's. Uh, what the? I don't know. Like, feel like grab like right here. What? Just grab right here. I don't know what that is. It's like this. No, like the string. Like there's like a. Thing, where'd it go? Oh, now? that it's pulling like right tight? here. Do you see, like, feel the string, yeah. like, right here. Do you feel it? I yeah, I don't like, know. What is that? I don't know. Sorry. Um, that sounded really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what is I'm she? over here reaching out her crotch, and this is what happens. <laughs> Julia, there's so many options for Julia. There are. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Laura Osnes. Yes. Uh, whoa. Whoa. No, but Jerry Jordan and Laura Osnes together again would be amazing. <laughs> But we'd only be able to see him as Bonnie and Clyde, and it wouldn't work out. No, I would be totally open-minded. <laughs> um, 
God. Who else? Any of the women from Glee. Yeah. I, I mean, Leah Michelle. Um, what's her face from Supergirl? Laura Benoit. Sure. Benoist. I don't know. <laughs> it's a French name. Okay, but she, I mean, I could see her doing Julia. Yes, she could very much do Julia. Holly. Who plays good slutty? Who plays good slutty? And has the vocal chops for Saturday Night in the City. I mean, Jesus. I don't know. Again, any of the girls from Glee. <laughs> yeah. Naya Rivera. Yeah. Santana. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. She could play Holly. Um, I don't even like... I have nobody... If I would have thought this out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I can't really think of anyone except for people from Glee. Yeah. Um, if she could sing, I would say Eliza. Yeah. If she could sing. If she could sing. We don't know if she can, because no. she never does it seriously. Or, well, oh, shh. Which, no, I sad note, them. not a fan of her sketch show on Netflix. Really? Yeah. Oh, mm. darn. Yeah. That doesn't mean don't watch it, guys. Support She's Eliza. hilarious. She's hilarious. Um, I mean, really, Holly, it's like, it's hard to kind of picture someone to play that part, because you can play slutty fine, yeah. but with Saturday Night in the City, you have to have these singing chops yes. to be able to do it and that makes it really yeah. difficult like if this was 10 years ago I would say Kelly Clarkson mm. it would have a different ooh pink ooh that's a good one pink I mean, with, definitely do with it. Kelly Clarkson it would sound different because it'd be lower yeah but, but I could... she totally has the powerhouse behind so it so does pink cast yes. pink as Holly <laughs> done and she already can look like from the 80s it'd be this fine this is true Glenn Gulia. I mean, so many people jumped in mind. Like, the only one that, that I would want to see is Andy Carl do it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, you can just pick any. Oh, Sammy. Uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Yeah. Shit. Absolutely. Totally. Beetlejuice. Yes. One more time. Beetlejuice. Is he here? No, it's going to be interrupted three times. Oh, uh, okay. Listen to the cast album. You'll learn the rules. Uh, God, what's his name? It's it's um, Brightman. Alex Brightman. There it is. Um, so, Glenn. So, like, there's the guy that played Glenn from the movie. Well, you know who I'm kind of thinking of? Who? Zachary Levi. Really? He can play douchey. Du- Have you watched the Psych movie? Yes. He could I, play douchey. He, I love that he plays a villain, though, because he never plays a villain. I may have watched that after I left here the other day. I know, you dick. <laughs> um, but he could also play Robbie. He could play Robbie. Or Glenn. But I think he would be a better Glenn. And I know Zachary Levi's funny. He is funny. But he's, like, with Robbie, it's a lot looser. Yeah. And if I learned anything from his performance in She Loves Me, he's not loose. Okay. He's he's a very rigid type of person. You mean anxiety driven? Yeah. Okay. Um, but Glenn is not anxiety driven. No, but he's he's more of that statuesque look. Yeah. He's more of that, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, I just blanked. Anyone that played Gaston? Anyone? Hugh Jackman? Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, the guy from the movie. Oh, uh, Luke Evans? Is that his is name? That who- yeah, because Dan Stevens was the beast. Luke Evans. Yeah, he could play Luke Evans. Ah! LeFou for Sammy. Yay! Oh! oh hate that guy, Jeff. Stop it. Oh. No, I think, I think Luke Evans would play a really good Glenn. 
Um, it's so, all about the green. Since you already have somebody in mind, let's go to Linda. Oh, okay. <laughs> Linda. Who plays a whore? Any of the girls from Glee. <laughs> <laughs> Santana, <laughs> Brittany. All, Quinn, any of them. Uh, any of them. And don't, no one with any kind of uh, epilepsy or seizures could do oh this part. Oh my God. <laughs> with the I mean, could head. you just imagine like those. She had to have had her eyes closed the entire time yeah, that scene was Like happening. those big numbers in the show on screen. They'd be so 80s music video. It would be amazing. It'd be so good. Oh so my good. God. Somebody uh, make this happen. Linda. I mean, who was it that played the original in the movie? Like, I see her face, but I can't think of her name. Uh, um, IMDb. I'm trying to think who else. Um, I'm sure once I look like, it up. I feel like I know people, but I don't know if they can sing. Like, that's the thing when I'm, like, held up on, you know? Yeah. Like, you know the girl from, um, uh, like, when they first tried to, I don't like, even the, know her. What? Angela Featherstone. You do, too? No, from the movie. That is Linda from the movie. Is that Linda from the yes. movie? Yes. That's not who I'm thinking of. Anyway. Are um, you thinking of Holly from the movie? No, I know who that is. Dodgeball. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no, do you funny. remember the girl? Remember when they tried to do the Shadowhunters movie? Yeah. You remember the girl that played the main the main girl? Lily Collins? Is that her name? Big Eyebrows? Yes. Yes. Linda. Yep. If she can sing. I don't if know she if she can, can sing. sing. I don't know if she can sing. Um, uh, maybe. So, Rosie, who do you have in mind? Okay. Stick with me. Oh, God. Okay. Is Ready? this like my Joey Lawrence thing with Drowsy Chevron? No, no. I just have to, like, put you in the mind frame, okay? okay? Agatha Raisin. That show. Yeah. The really old lady with the big glasses, really skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Where she talks about, like, her, oh, her husband and her, like, do shit. Yes. Yes, there is no other discussion being had on Rosie. That is who is going to play Rosie. Who? What's her name? I don't know her name. I can't remember her actual name. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know, know the actress's name. I can tell you she's an Agatha Raisin, which is on Acorn TV. And she's the funniest old lady I've ever. Like, you remember when they did, like, the fashion episode? And she's like, I'm going to wear this lingerie yes. or whatever the fuck it was. And we're like, who? And she's like, thank God Mr. Whatever the fuck their last name oh, is God. isn't here. He wouldn't be able to keep his hands off me. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> like, Please. Yes. I don't know if she can sing either, but I don't uh, care. She, If I can get that old lady to rap, move that thing, I'll be happy. So my thought, because of the rap and the movement, I was going a little younger, but she can play older. Best level? No. <laughs> <laughs> they can also do an old lady voice Beth convincingly. Level? Oh, my God. <laughs> Julie Waters. Oh, fair. Yeah. I, I'm just, I thought you were going to go she's got that level, smaller Because you want to put stature. Beth level in like everything right now. I don't want to put Beth level on them. What can I put her in there? Uh, I don't know. She could play Rosie. <laughs> she could play Rosie. Yeah. In like 10 years. No, she could play Rosie now. Okay. You don't know when Robbie was born. She could have been a young mother. This is true. This is true. Don't make judgments just because I threw out the old lady from Agatha Raisin first. Oh, my God. That is perfect. That is perfect casting. Like, Dear God. Just literally, like, just pick her up from the Agatha Raisin, like, a set in costume. Don't change her costume. Just keep it as is. Bring her to into, like, do the filming. And then just put her back. Like, she's a pop. Like, just pick her up, bring uh, her, let bring her do her, her thing, move that thing, her back. and then just put her right back where put she right wants. Put her right back. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. I don't have my phone. 
or else I would look it up. But I don't know her name, and I don't know her character's name, and it makes me really upset because she's fabulous. Oh, my God. Like, in the new world, she's, like, the new, like, uh, neighborhood watch. Yes. And she's literally just stalking teenagers. It It's hilarious. Yes. What's her name? All right, where are you? Whatever you do, you need to post her picture so they see her. Mrs. Boggle. Mrs. Boggle! Oh, I love it. Um, Marsha Warren is the actress's name. Okay, Marsha Warren, if you're listening to this, I know you're not listening to this, but please listen to this. You need to do this show. Look it up, The Wedding Singer. Look at the part for Rosie, and you're going to want to do it. I promise you. I'm trying to find a picture of her from Agatha Raisin. It's amazing. Like, you need to find a picture of her from Agatha Raisin. And then put it. Well, up. we could also use this picture from AbFab. Let me see. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my God! Marsha Warren from Ab. I love Agatha you. Raisin. I love you so much, uh, Mrs. Boggle. Can you be my adopted grandma? <laughs> I love you so much. So I mean, like that whole neighborhood watching where she's literally just stalking yes, teenagers. Yes. And she's like, "It's all in the dossier. It's all in the dossier. It's all in my dossier." Uh, Jesus. This needs to happen. Somebody make a wedding singer movie. And put Marsha Warren in it. Yes. Please. I don't care who the rest of the cast is. <laughs> Rosie needs to be played by Marsha Warren. I don't care if she has an Australian or a British accent. She can have it. It's fine. She can have it. That's it fine. It adds to her charm. You could even like write it an actual. It adds to her cuckoo, cuckoo-ness. Her kookiness? Kookiness. That word. <laughs> I can't speak tonight. Like, We've I would even this. be okay with you just putting a subtle little joke line in the film that's not in the Broadway show being like, when did you become British? Like just something. True. To try true, and explain true. it. That's totally fine. Uh, as long as Marsha Warren is in it, then we'll be good. So what We've I need, already been at this for over an hour. I know. So aside from a film version, I need them to do a reunion concert. Yes. I need them to bring back the original cast. Yes. Film it. Please. Film it. I don't care if it's in concert know, form where they're just standing there singing. I don't know if Stephen Lynch will do it. Why? Because didn't he say he was done with it? Like, he doesn't even like to, like... No, he still loves it. Really? He's so proud he, of it. I thought he did an interview where he was just, like, so over it, he didn't want to do it for a while. No, he was... He The two interviews I watched, one from the beginning of the process, and then one more recently, he's so proud of it. He is so thrilled with the reception it did get, and is still getting in... I guess my source was the same one that said Ben Plow is an asshole. That's true. Your mother. <laughs> Be nice to Jane. I love you, Jane. I love you. She did her book club tonight via internet. Oh. Yeah, isn't that nice? Um, I was supposed to have a Zoom meeting today, and then I oh. got called. Go, go! They did the inspection of your house early. Go, go, go! But wasn't this like an? Is this like another intervention? Meeting? No, oh, no. This okay. was the actual Dean's lines. Oh, okay. So, with all that being said, an hour and twenty minutes later, I'm Andrew. One minutes later, oh, I'm Abby. 20, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, it's not that loud. I was trying to play music. There we go. Now we'll see you next time. Bye.